could be considered to be quite ironic that I should be here recovering from COVID and talking about health and mind because uh, the consequence of COVID is that typically you get a foggy mind and an unhealthy body. But uh, these things are, are not fixed and they're not permanent and they're not what they seem to be. So let's go through this for today and see where we're at. We know categorically that food and thought go hand in hand. If you eat a packet of jelly beans, for example, you become quite excited and you'll probably think elational thoughts. In other words, uh, high, uh, high activity, uh, high adrenal, high uh, positivity thoughts, which will make you completely as dumb as you deserve to be. If you eat, on the other hand, potato all day, you'll slough out and you'll feel negative and heavy and uh, your thoughts will defer to the negative. Um, and so it goes with water, there's ionic water, it can be very subtle, that can go with air. Um, there is air in a pine forest, air in uh, near the ocean, and there's air in the middle of the city. And the air in the middle of the city is very acidic, the air near the ocean is very alkaline, and so your thoughts change with even air quality. So your diet and your thought process is pretty important stuff. And stabilizing your blood sugar is the key to it. And uh, we're not going to go into more than that detail in, the, in this video. Suffice to say that it's really important to get your act together when it comes to food. Importantly, or as importantly as to what you eat, it's how you eat. We used to do an exercise in workshops where we'd give everybody a little box of those sultanas, ask everyone to take one sultana and see how many times they could chew it before swallowing. And it averaged 10 to 15. Um, when you get good at it, if you, uh, for example, live in a Zen monastery, as I have, you'll probably chew the, the sultana 100 times because you don't get much to eat and you want the, the sultana to last. So nourishment, it depends on how, not only what you eat, it's how you eat. If you gulp your food, the nourishment is not processed. A lot of the saliva that goes in your mouth during mastication, not masturbation, mastication is very important to digestion and assimilation of food. It also depends on the environment in which you eat. If you're in a collaborative, collusive, happy family environment around a table where everybody really wants to be there, uh, and they're sober, you'll probably digest and process food much better than if you're rushing around like a mad fool with alcohol, stressed and angry at each other at the dinner table, etc. So um, that's a whole science in itself. Exercise and thinking. We know that the human body has a thing called a metabolism, which means it's processing. And if we sit with our body stooped forward in a, at a desk, um, glugging away at heavy foods, we're sort of asking for trouble. Our thinking will be uh, what's called slow. And so exercise is uh, even going for a walk. And I'm not talking about exercise in terms of winning the next marathon or Ironman or triathlon or um, uh, swimming the English Channel. I'm talking about exercise being a 20-minute walk at a fairly brisk pace outdoors in nature. Um, celebrating the fresh air, but walking at a pace where it's just, just easy to talk, not quite easy. So exercise a couple of times, three times a day 
around uh, thinking is a really critical part of thinking in a good way. Posture and thinking, if you slump forward, you're going to think dark thoughts. If you slump back, you're going to be elated. If you're leaning to one side, you're going to be leaning towards conservative and exaggerated. So we know that the body position and thought processes are intrinsically linked. It's very hard if you put your head down to smile, and it's very hard if you put your head up to frown. So the body uh, automatically uh, works to maintain a healthy balance in terms of its physicality, and this affects the mind. When I've worked with people who have a degree of depression, I ask them to put their men in their, a pen in their mouth, and you can't be depressed. It causes you to smile, And with that smile comes automatically the endorphins and what have you that cause you not to be depressed. So we can actually deal with a lot of mental health problems through the physical body. Of course, people make it complicated. When you're sitting at your office desk, if you lean back in the chair, that's going to make your thought process sluggish. If you sit on the edge of your seat, which means your back is off the back of the seat and you're sitting up straight, you'll be on the edge of your seat and people will be on the edge of their seats listening to you. It's a whole science and I'm happy to discuss this in your coaching process today. Time management and thinking. If you're in a got to state of mind, which is I've got to get to the kids to school, I've got to get to the phone call, I've got to get out of this meeting, I've got to get to the next meeting. If you're living in that state of time management, you're going to be messed up mentally. So time management becomes a key. The new on time when you do inner wealth, the new on time is five minutes early. If you're sitting there waiting for a call to start on Zoom or Teams or whatever you use, if you're sitting there waiting for the call to start, you're in a good space. If you're rushing to get there just in time and a minute late and two minutes late and three minutes late, which seems to be par for the course for people to think just in time is perfect timing. They're in a got to or a should state of mind. And that state of mind is agitated and unhealthy. So I think that's a really good uh, overview of day six. I'm looking forward to coaching you today on this topic. Bye for now.